All right, folks, that was Celebrate Brooklyn. A little double shot there of New York City legends, Murphy's Law, Jimmy Gestapo and crew. Off the back with a bong album. That was the intro, Panty Raid, and Yahoo! Uh, before that, the Shaky Tables, I Like Your Shoes, live from Arlene's Grocery, 2012. And the Jugs, You Can't Choose, love those guys, they are blowing up all sorts of good stuff. Pretty fucking awesome. Hey, it's about that time. We got a couple minutes. If you're up, I'm ready to play. If you're ready to play, that's right. Everyone's favorite game. Notes from a two-girl sex show DJ. Give me a call, 415-550-0511. Let's see if you can outsmart Frosty. And his DJ notes. Uh, by the way, I am still starving. It's 2781 21st Street at the corner of Florida, deep in the heart of the mission, San Francisco, California. That was a pretty awesome celebrate, Brooklyn. I keep rocking those jugs, but I do hope to uh, keep mixing it up for you. Still thinking about what set two is going to be coming up a little later on our set two. Might continue celebrate Brooklyn with a another uh, fine act. And there, set two from Santa Monica, California. We'll see. Uh, let's see what the three little pigs have to say. And because Whitey was so greedy that he'd almost eaten the walls right through, his house fell down at the first huff. And the wolf carried him off to his den. Put me down! <laughs> Put me down! <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> and chained him up right next to his brother. Well, there are the first two courses of my dinner. <laughs> now for dessert. And off he went to Blackie's house. Who's there? The little old lady from the house next door. I've come to borrow a cup of sugar. There is no house next door. You must be the wolf and I won't let you in. Then I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. Not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. And the little pig was right. For no matter how hard the wolf huffed... and puffed... and blew... Don't care what they say. 
Rivers like a boulder in the water A river tie cable to a tree Rivers stuck in a game of lipstick Perfume flypaper Rivers press a razor to a slide Cross a needle with a prune A knee deep in the motel dump A river dangle little from her lip Dip Sip A river babble to the night With a lipstick perfume Water to a farmer in a truck Take a peek at the cheetah, Reba, cheetah on the prowl in a cave, sick a boulder in the water, tie a cable to a tree. Mutter nature to the night with a lipstick perfume, Reba, flush a fresh farm, left over thunder in a circle. Down the pipes, bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher in the store. Reba put a stopper at the bottom of the tub, picked up the jar and screwed the top and watched it drop into the water. A little scoop of plaster mix, some coffee grounds and mud, and then she stirred it with a label that her grandmother had bought her. Threw in a pot of melted wax, a forefoot and a hoof. Apple core, worms galore, a can of some corrosive Coconuts and chloroform, some wicker and some cork Toxic waste, some purple paste, she hoped was not explosive Reba dipolated for a taste of her creation And she knew that what she made would be the finest in the nation Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh Bag it, tag it Sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher in the store, oh. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store, oh, bag it, tag it.
Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it. Tag it, bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it, sell it to the butcher in the store. Bag it, tag it. He couldn't budge the little brick house. And he slunk off at last, out of breath and out of sorts. Bah! I'll get him yet. The next day, Blackie had to go to town to do some marketing and buy a kettle. As he was walking home, he heard footsteps stealthily creeping along behind him. By the time he had reached the top of the hill and could see his little house lying at the bottom, he was sure it was the wolf. So he jumped into the pot and rolled all the way down the hill until he came smack up against the door of his house. Then he ran into the house and bolted the door, taking the kettle with him. And in a moment, he could hear the wolf prowling around outside. Don't tire yourself out, Mr. Wolf. There's no way you can get in. <laughs> Don't be too sure. Let's see. I've locked the door and barred all the windows. Of course. Blackie quickly built a fire in the fireplace. Filled the kettle with water and hung it over the fire. In a few moments, the water was bubbling merrily. Just as Blackie heard the soft footsteps of the wolf on the roof. Now I've got you, Master Pig. <laughs> I fool that nasty, smart little pig! The wolf had dived down the chimney right into the pot of boiling water.
Followed the wolf's trail back to his den and freed Brownie and Whitey. Brownie promised to give up rolling in the mud, and Whitey promised never to be greedy again. And they never forgot how very nearly their faults had come to costing them their lives. And in Blackie's brick house, all three lived happily ever after. All righty, folks. That was beautiful, the three little piggies, three little piggies, a big bad wolf. It's the top of the hour, 2 o'clock here in San Francisco, 5 a.m. on the East Coast. We're getting ready for set two. We got a great one for you tonight. Everybody's lovable band, the Disco Biscuits. Live from Red Rocks, a great run they did last year in April. Uh, we're going with set two from April 27th, 2013. Super sick jams going on. I don't have to tell you, these guys crank it. I'm sure you know that. But let's get this uh, set two rolling. It's the Disco Biscuits live from Red Rocks. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike. 
Welcome to L-U-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let us watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi. Hi, Mike. I like how you emphasized the U in there. That was interesting. I completely fucked up our acronym. <laughs> we want you to follow us, but if you're going to follow us on my podcast, you're going to have to type in our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. But we would also love for you to listen to us every Sunday. We are streaming right now. If you're listening to us on mutinyradio.fm every Sunday from 2 to 4 Pacific Standard Time, 5 o'clock Eastern, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We want you to watch the movie with us and listen to the podcast at the same time. It's double-tainment. Uh, double-tainment? Yeah, I guess, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, I'm sure it's used. I'm sure there's like a clothing company that's going to sue my ass. Double teaming. Double teaming is my idea. Uh, Carl, what is the movie we're watching today? Today we're watching Double Tainment. What a coincidence. By the way, we want you to uh, go to Venmo and donate some money to mutinyradio.fm. Go in there uh, at Mutiny Radio. Help out the station. There's a lot of great programming, a lot of live stuff happening, sometimes at four after our show. So uh, keep listening if you're listening now. What is that movie, Carl? The movie is The Vampire Happening, 1971. The Vampire Happening. You sound so excited about The Vampire Happening. Ladies and gentlemen, The Vampire Happening, 1971. Ooh, when your parents were doing it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that, is, that is when that is what you put in the search engine. <laughs> the year um, I was conceived. Yeah. <laughs> um, the vampire happening, and the channel we like is Hillbilly Entertainment. All right, so there you go. Let's go to Hillbilly Entertainment on YouTube. That's electronic bulletin board, and uh, we want you. You know the drill. It is a drill. This is not entertainment. This is a <laughs> weekly regiment. Hey, we this is not a drill. This is entertainment. Uh, we would love for you to click the link, then hit pause immediately. So it's paused, 
and then move that little timer thing to zero, 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 because we're going to watch this. Oh, my God. This show is like triple taming. Because not only are we going to watch this when the countdown says go, the countdown is from a celebrity comedian countdown, probably <laughs> from, I don't know, Bergen County, Essex County. <laughs> what county are they from? Uh, we'll have to find out. Carl? Okay. Um, Middlesex County. That, like, implies a threesome. Oh, right. <laughs> There's one on the left, one on the right. You're in the middle of the sex. That's where our next comedian hails from. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to our segment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Celebrity Comedian Countdown with our guest, Rafael Hernandez. Hey. Hey, what's going on? I didn't expect such thunderous applause. So we are getting, you know, we always are like at the same mics and at the same shows. And I notice like you riff a lot. Sometimes you don't have material. You just go up there in front of the crowd and you read the room and you just be real about it. And you get a lot of laughs. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I like to say that I'm really, really creative, but also it's like, it's it's something that's simple to do. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's not like, like uh, it's not necessarily easy for everybody, but it's super simple, like, and, and I'm very lazy. So whenever I don't write material, I can just be like, hey, what's everybody doing? What's something ridiculous that's going on in the room? Any, any venue in New Jersey has something ridiculous about it because we're in New Jersey. So <laughs> I'll just say something about that. And uh, yeah, sometimes people can relate. And I know that sometimes you, you know, it's important you to only do the new material because everyone's heard what you did last time. So you want to be fresh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very redundant audience now, especially because of pandemic time. So I, mm. I, I mainly just riff because and, and like any joke that works, I'm, I'm stashing it away for a rainy day, but I'm not going to bring it out again around you guys twice. Stashed away for a real show. It totally makes sense. Now, no, I just find a better mic. No, or a better mic, right? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, now, I also find that you say what people think, but they would never have the balls to say it. Do you know what I mean? Like what people are thinking, but they wouldn't say it. So when you say it, it's true and you get a laugh. Yeah, I love that. But like, I can't even take credit for that, man. Like, uh, it's really just like the anonymity of being on stage. And I know, like, how how is there any anonymity when you're on stage? I mean, I don't know. I just I just feel way more comfortable saying something on stage because it's like it is clearly a joke. It's to be, be taken mm. not seriously because I'm coming to someone as a comedian. Mm. But if I were to like say something like that, like, like you know, at work, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know where, where it doesn't really warrant that kind of conversation, even though it's hilarious. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't work. So I love doing that kind of stuff on stage. Yeah, you can't do it at the church coffee hour. No, like, not yeah. at all. Okay, so Depends people can you find with. your videos. You do lots of funny ass videos, cool videos. Uh, I, you know, I love the squirrel. Well, let, we'll let people see them themselves. But <laughs> so you're on Instagram. That's where they can find the videos, and it's fat in the hat, which is P H A T, pretty hot and tempting. Fat yeah. in the hat, right? Yes, fat in the hat, like cat in the hat. Yeah. Okay, uh, so on um, Instagram, or you can follow me at Twitter at Swag Daddy Ralph. You know what I'm saying? All those work. Daddy Ralph. Okay, <laughs> just acquired a new follower. Sorry. Okay, so everyone's at home, ready to watch this movie with us. Why don't you give us the celebrity comedian countdown? Go. Okay, well, for the countdown, like I, I know people, I, I want to be like on point with it, and I want to do Mississippi's, but like this is like a, a worldwide thing, so I didn't. I want to do something more worldwide, so we're gonna go with 
marijuana. So we want to go with three marijuanas, right? So, okay. Right? Three marijuana, two marijuana, one marijuana. Play. Man, that was the best comedian celebrity uh, countdown. Right. I will be hearing later this week. <laughs> okay, we are opening up in like a softcore porno movie. And this is like, it's called Immedia Res, right? In the middle of the action? <laughs> yes. And it's our hero, not the man, the woman. Okay. And the thing is, they're watching it on an airplane. They're on an airplane ride, and this is the in-flight entertainment. Oh, Carl, come on. You never, you never watched pornography on the in-flight entertainment? And also, the rest of the movie considers her a big movie star. Movie stars don't do porno, not in 71. Now, this could be like a Disney film, like the Shaggy Dog from 71 or the Apple Dumpling Gang. They are on an airplane. Yeah. Stewardess. Oh, he's smoking a cigar too. He's in the smoking section, Carl. He's allowed to do it. Yeah, that's right. The, he, the youngsters who listen to our show, it's inconceivable. Well, back in the day, you used to watch porn movies. Is that her herself watching That's herself? Her herself, the real actress flying to Transylvania. <laughs> oh, she got the. Well, no wonder they're showing pornography on the in flight entertainment. They're going to Transylvania. Right. Is that the Newark to Transylvania direct flight, or do they have a yeah. layover? Yeah, yeah, track nine. Hey, how's about a shine? Did you get that dumb joke? Hey, look at there. It's the Chattanooga. Okay. Transylvania, 1971. We have arrived. Yes, Transylvania, y'all, man. Transylvania 6, 5,000. Oh, which is, a, you know, that movie's on Amazon Prime. Transylvania uh -huh. 6, 5,000. Too bad the anachronism's set in stone. It was an anachronism in 1986 when that movie came out. I mean, you really had to go... Oh, they're making fun of fucking 1940s? <laughs> you know, like, it's just uh, the whole movie it was an anachronism. Now, our actress, she is beauty, beautiful. I mean, she is, her name is Pia, uh, I don't know, she's Swedish, Degermark. Pia Degermark. Right. And she is very, very pretty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, it was the gay stewardess, not you. Wow. Not two what minutes a, into this film. Right. What and what a useful needed scene we're watching right now. It's a nice car. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, you know, things are different in Sweden. They they tolerate people. <laughs> They're neutral. Now he's asking for a selfie. Can I get a selfie? Because selfies back then were autographs. Oh, there we go. Betty. Willie Sims. It's weird. Have you seen a movie that did that? That's her autograph. No, I haven't. Yeah. That's oh, here comes the opening credits. Now, now in 71, even this was considered a little cheap animation, you know. Kind of stuff. <laughs> it looks like Hannah Barbera shift from this uh, Saturday morning. 
No, but Hanna Barbera was seriously professional looking. This is this looks like a ripoff of uh, the Fearless Vampire Hunters. Lansky <laughs> comedy was Sharon Tate. Right. It has uh, animation with the vampire bat and all that shit. So. Well, well okay. Roman Polanski made a film uh, called Fearless Vampire Killers in 67. And this yeah. movie really bites off of it. As a matter of fact, they hire uh, that movie's Dracula. There it is. Ferdy Man. Uh, oh, it's the same Dracula? I have, to yeah. say, I have to admit, I never watched that movie all the way through. I had plenty of chances on TCM, but mm -hmm. I tried. It looks cool. It looks very 60s, very, 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 you know, put together, well put together. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't watch it either. <laughs> but this movie, the internet claims, totally bites off of it. Now, the music in the beginning scene here is the only thing that's really very good uh, in terms of the soundtrack of the film. You know, it's just like a, yeah, it's a ironic lounge music from the 90s. Right, from the 90s. Okay, listen to the background chorus, the music's still going. As she drives by, look, a boulder rolls over, almost hits her. Oh my God, a square, a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, that's right. Die. Look out for that tree. Her, her friend's like, die, die. What, what, you want me to die? No, that thing rolling down the hill. <laughs> it's a giant square. Cute. You're rolling the dice on you, lady. It's a oh, castle. Ooh, Mr. Dew's castle? It's her castle. She inherited it, and they've made her a baroness. What's the catch? She has to give up her pornography career? <laughs> no, but that is what will end up happening. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> the way to ruin the movie. So she gives up her pornography career. In the way end, she will give up her pornography career. Yes. <laughs> oh, Just so you know. <laughs> but throughout the film, she still has a career, right? Oh, look out for that log. Yeah, now that's a torture, like a trap, right? If you want to kill somebody at your front door. Yeah, or like in the torture chamber, you could torture them slowly by rolling it on them, but they'll probably die. Eventually. That's in their belfry. Ooh, meet you at the station. <laughs> alien sex meet. Michael Slow Lamb is leading to the slaughter. This is Joseph. And look how scared Joseph is. Huh? Yeah. Oh, this he, trap's going to fall, right? No, he thinks he's seeing Claramonde. Oh, God. Right. And Claramonde I, should be in her coffin in the basement downstairs since the 1800s. What's going on? Right. And it's, and it's daylight. This must happen to every tourist who shows up to Transylvania. Yeah. He does mention that, too. It's daylight, Claramonde. <laughs> I'll walk into a Transylvania uh, castle and they'll be like, it's the fat Dracula. What are you doing at three in the afternoon? Like, hey, buddy. Now, the internet's all on about how this is a European production. Um, it's um, filmed in West Germany. And um, the thing is that 
Well, we'll get to it later. I do like ruining things for you. Did you see what happened? It almost hit her. It almost hit her. She was inside for 10 minutes. So the thing is, I thought maybe it was sub uh, not subtitles, uh, voiceovers, you know, and they were oh, really no, speaking in German. They all, they all talk their own languages, and then they just redub it. I learned that in What's Upon a Time dot 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 in Hollywood. Uh, historical reenactment of the 1960s. But I got to tell you, Mike, as I look at their lips, they are exactly saying English. It really seems like it. Oh, so it, that is, you, a, it uh, is a West German film, but I don't think it's a voiceover. Well, vampire happening is a pretty American phrase, right? Because you got the happenings from the 60s. Right. This is about out. a vampire party, essentially, in the end. Oh, are we invited, Carl? Or, or did yeah. they, I didn't get my invite. Mike, look, the picture on the wall, it looks just like her, except you know, for black hair. And and she's topless, right? In that picture? Yeah. Mm hmm It's weird. It's like her boobs follow me whenever I walk through the room. But that's it. That's all the boobs you're going to see in this film. You just saw... Oh, painted on a mural? Yeah. Let's say it's cool. And I love that... You're right. It's a trick, boobs. They they follow you <laughs> as you walk around the room. Look, it's creepy. <laughs> they, yeah, they boing. <laughs> you know, at one point, the uh, there's little holes where the nipples are, and other nipples appear in there. <laughs> and look around the room, and then it pops out, and you go, "What? I could have sworn there were real nipples." Yep, actually, it's just to give away a little more of the film. Later, we there look and there's a trapped room behind that painting. And it's Night. just high enough for the woman to stick her boobs in. <laughs> she does do that. She works them and just turns them around the room. And yeah, because you really think there's like real boobs uh, sticking out there, and it's <laughs> by Joe's That areola was over there before. Those areolas are spying on us. <laughs> I swear <laughs> they were looking <laughs> at us. Don't be silly. It's just old painted areolas, but they weren't. Uh, Look, you lied. You said that was the only top of the But that, well, no, but I mean, and there's this one, but from from this point on, no more boobs. Oh, so he's just torturing as a boring job. But it's her imagination as he's telling her about the torture machines of her forefathers in the basement. Oh, she's fantasizing that he's doing it. She'll now see that gay stewardess who was. Uh, getting thumb screwed, but it's just her fantasy. Don't you wish they had the Gilligan wavy lines or the, you know, <laughs> going back in time? Yeah. It would really help me, actually, if there was a woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's a, it's a, you know, a visual cue. Right. Anyway, the direct the writer takes us through this introduction of all these torture things. That, of course, implies that as the movie goes on, someone's ending up in that chair. No, we'll never see these things again. You've seen enough, right? Yeah. Did you see how badly that girl was hurt? You see, her butt had a crack right down the middle. Right down the Something middle. What happened? She got yeah. hurt. She got cracked. Uh, I hope that you don't. The good Lord don't hit you or the. <laughs> Wait, I hope the door does make where the good door made you. 
So she's fantasizing about all the all the torture scenes. Well, just now when she was getting told about the torture machine, yes, her mind wandered to those like, what if the stewardess was getting thumb screwed? You know. So uh -oh. he's only telling her this because he thinks she's a Dracula. No, she is now convinced that she is the film actress Betty Williams from the United States who has inherited this estate. She is a relative, and uh, she has been titled Baroness, and she's like, I don't Ooh. know, she, she owns the I badge. Well, she Whatever. goes, I want to see my relatives, so we made him open the coffin. So it was just a skeleton by this point. And yeah, but with an eye patch. So you right. know that when the vampire with an eye patch shows up, it's her <laughs> relative, right? Oh, that eye patch comes back, right? No, that would be more like the ghost. If this was a ghost story, Arg, it's one-eyed Willy. Don't don't vampires decompose in their body, their bones and eye patch remain, and then they show up in a, in a, like a body form? <laughs> that would be later. great. Yeah. Uh, the keys the key. to the torture room. Okay, so I really don't understand how it happens, but now she has the key to her great-grandmother's coffin or something, and she's been stuck in there for the, since the 1800s. Yeah. Until he opened it. Right, that's the thing. Like, I'm not We never see her open it. Okay, those are you still see the same boobs, but it's a painting. It's the same boobs you see. Right. There will be no more boobs for the rest of this film. Are you sure there's not another torture scene? Sorry, people at home. Believe me, I was sniffing out the boobs. Wait, what's going on right now? Okay, what's... it's it's not explained in the film. What's going on right now is our vampire is out. And see, she has black hair and she's prouncing oh. around these skeletons. Yeah, I know. But My it's God, just... the special effects. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the director that, that brother-in-law. It was man. We got to bring it back to the lab at 6 o'clock, guys. The professor's going <laughs> to notice. Uh, it was that, just yeah. Laws alone. They spent a little bit of money on this film. You know, she was a serious actress. There was this um, 1967 film that the producer did. The producer's married to her. Um hmm. Yeah, Lem no, that's not it. Ah, Elvira Ma Madigan, 1967. I don't know. It was a critical success. It was a financial success. It made her famous, like in Europe. And she's riding that fame into her husband's next film, The Vampire Happening. This is not explained. It's her dream. She's dreaming. Oh, right really? She's gone to sleep and she's in bed. It's going to be tomorrow soon. And I don't and, uh, know, is it foreshadowing to the happening? I guess, yes. It's like a pre-party, Carl. Mm -hmm. It's like the like the, the red carpet. Oh, the kissing nuns. Last time I was in a room like this, it was a pre-pandemic party. See, look, there's more boobies. You said there's no boobies. Yeah, boobies. okay, okay. These are just jello things that are made to, oh. okay, well, okay, yes, there are some boobies, but that's it, that's it. You're right. not going to okay. see any right. more boobies right. in this whole film. Gosh, just just me on this. <laughs> is this her dream? This is her dream, and she, it, she, they 
getting choked and she's a man. She touches her own boobs. Now look, in the morning she wakes up. Oh, girl. There's some boobs again. You said there were boobs. No, but you don't understand. Carl, you that blase. No, that was in reference to the dream she had just had in which she saw boobs. So she looked at her own. But that's it. Okay, so that's it. We're no longer going to see boobs. All right. For the rest of the film. Okay. Trust me. Okay. So, so what's the um, book count up to? 12, right? Uh, oh, 14 if we include the food. I think you should count a set as a unit of one. Okay, so we have six. Because I'm a feminist and it's only the one broad, you know. Chicks, right, okay. Chicks is persons, eh? Is there a mon- uh, monastery? I was going to say monastery. Yeah. Monastery across the street? There is exactly that. There is a monster area across the street, and <laughs> in it, we have... <laughs> Look, she's in the window. Yeah. Boobs? Look, there's boobs right there. No, that doesn't count because you're so far away. Okay, she's what's she doing away. with her robe? She disrobes. She shows her boobs. She's having fun. You know, they're not, they have a vow of celibacy, and so she's like, you can't fuck this. And they go, boing, 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 boing. Oh, like those novelty uh, toys you have with little fryers where you push down the head? Yeah, that's what yeah. my mother taught me it was. It's the novelty toy. And when you look at boobies, it goes boing, 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 boing. Oh, right. Well, no, he had novelty toy. I know it had nowhere to be near there. But it's on Pornhub. It's incestuous. Um, okay, so there was a short story uh, by a famous author author named Theophile Gautier. And his story was called La Morte et Morousse. And it's about this woman, this this uh, priest, his name is Romulad, who falls in love with Claramonde, a beautiful woman who turns out to be a vampire. So that's what they got the name of the character from. And that's what they're playing out here, a little short story, a subplot. Oh, hello. No, that's a statue. That was a statue. That was not a statue. That was a living statue, as it were. Whoa. Oh, well. Don't do it. Don't fuck that tree, Father. (laughs) Imagine if you did that, you would fuck yourself up so bad. Hard bark. (laughs) Oh, my, you'd be bad. (laughs) Okay, so... Oh, oh well, okay. No, it's a we, statue, though. But wait, wait, wait. Seven and a half. You said no. a pair, right? Yeah, right. I guess you got to count it as one, even though we only see it's a statue. It represents his mind, his, his, you know, it's not a real booby. It's in his imagination. They do a lot of imagination in this film. They, uh, yeah, eight sets. Paris. You know, no, you could say that no two people are alike and no two personalities are alike. You really can't say that no two tits are alike. I mean, by definition, like like a minimum of two tits on one person are gonna be alike. Gotcha. <laughs> I was wondering when she would show up. It was like five minutes without her. Yeah, but check this out. She's the vampire, and is it not broad daylight right now? 
I don't understand. I know. Plus, he has a cross, right? Does he wear the like, cross thing? Yeah. And he has like, and yep. his breast smells like holy water. Uh, I don't know that part, but does holy water really... have a smell? You keep a vial of it. Yeah, it's fucking the the smells like the. It's like infinity. The Holy Ghost. <laughs> Your breath stinks. <laughs> uh, speaking of breath, he just touched her. He's rubbing her up. Now, he, he, she's essentially seducing him to tonight come to the castle. Now, here's yeah. the only explanation I can have for it. It might be that it's sort of like she's projecting into his mind and giving him temptation. And, he, you know, he comes because – but the thing is she straight up invites him right now and says bring a red rose and he will bring the red rose. Spoiler, spoiler, I don't care. I wrote it for you. Care. I can't believe you watched this movie three times. Yesterday, you were so funny. You're like, I've seen this movie once. I did the research. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not I ready. guess I'll watch it again. Yeah, because. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't really do a show like that because I really know, won't know what I'm talking about. I mean, she's got a hell of a backstory. It's very tragic. Oh, yeah. No, you, I'm glad you're filling me in on. Please uh... get away from that tree, sir. Right. Do not bang that tree. Okay. You know, so he's resolved that he's going and now he's talking to God, you know. Even Adam ate of the fruit, God, you know, and trying to make excuses. Yeah, nothing, nothing bad happened to him. So, so she has black hair, so she's the vampire. Right. She has black hair and she's the vampire. And that'll fuck us up a little later in the film when they start switching colors in their hair. Oh, god damn it. You just yeah. love spoiling this movie. Why would they do that? Why are they going to change the color of their hair? Um, the story does it like a whim. On a whim. They're kind of like going to the ball. You know, they're going out. Just like looks over and there's the blonde wig. She looks over <laughs> and there's the black wig. You know, they just kind of... Now, is it the same actress playing there? Yeah. So they use special effects like wigs, and then in the movie they play with the special effects. The characters are like, "Well, right. this." Well, this film is filled with manual GI, and that's how they handle the um, uh, them being in the same room together at the same time, etc. Gotcha. But like in Jack and Jill, the Adam Sandler movie, isn't there a yeah. point where he dresses up as his sister? Like he puts on special effects over his special effects or whatever. Well, you know, I I did see that film. I love that film. I remember lots about that film. But was there a time in which he dressed up as her? Probably. Like, the yeah. begs for it, right? Yeah, but it's like, yeah, we're using special effects there. to make him look like, like Jill. And now in the movie, he's going to use the same special effects to dress like Jill as a plot point. <laughs> it just seems, you know, geez, oh, look at that. It took six bats to make that, that shadow. Yeah, did you see that cool shadow? I I mean, I was looking for Commissioner Gordon. I know, or Adam West. <laughs> Elvira. Speaking of Elvira. Do you think Elvira got her name from that movie, Elvira? Uh, no, probably not. This film, I wouldn't call it obscure, but it was, like, famous in its day. It had a good weekend, you know what I mean? Like, right. it went away. Gonna bust a monk. So everyone goes into the monastery except for our secret sneaky hiding guy. <laughs> He's going to get oh, yeah. made. He's hiding behind the blue balls. 
the patron saint of blue balls with your vow of chastity. <laughs> Thank you, Roman Polanski. This was all filmed yeah. in West Germany. Oh, that's cool. That's, uh, oh, near Berlin. I was there in 1990 and I went, I didn't go to Checkpoint Charlie, but I went to see The Wall uh -huh. performed at the right. <laughs> and I got a piece of The Wall and it's in my lawyer's shelf right now. It's just sitting there like a trophy. Wow. So oh, you saw Roger Waters perform The Wall on The Wall? Yeah, I saw Cindy Lauper and Billy Idol and, you know, that, that whole show. Wow. And we were standing. Did they play, like, all the, like, the, the hammer, him going, turning into a fascist? Yeah, they did. Yeah, with, they had lots of uh, stage effects, and absolutely they did. Uh, Look at me, the like, black fingernail polish, okay? That's, all right. That's important, because if it's the black fingernail polish, it's the vampire. If it's the oh. red fingernail polish, it's Ms. Williams from America. Special effects by Avon. <laughs> Manual. Okay, so this is Betsy Betty Williams from America mm -hmm. with with the different colored uh, nails. Right, exactly. And of course, she's reading a Dracula book in her new uh -huh. castle she's inherited of her aunt. Yeah, what? Yeah, the everyone has a Dracula book. Those Look, the director's underlined shit. So, okay, vampire, she's out. She's she's on the prowl. Claramonde. And uh, she's going to do some blood sucking tonight. She's going to blood suck that guy, right? With the red rose? Not that, not yet. <laughs> no. Is he going to get some? Spoiler! Spoiler. Oh, is he going to die of virgin? <laughs> oh, gonna I, die would, I would doubt it. I don't know because he is pretty nerdy throughout the whole thing. But I, I would doubt. Oh, right. I think he does get when he he gets laid. He comes off. Never he comes off. There's a part. He, so, he comes off so desperate, Carl, that uh, that no one wants to suck his blood. I want to suck you. Oh, this is perfect. This is exactly my fantasy. Yeah, this is awkward now. Use the doorbell. What knockers? Oh, right, twelve. Thank you. <laughs> That's a pair because it's two doors. It's a pair of knockers. Hi, I'm here for a booty call. Well, Joseph completely knows. He's like, eh, enter, come in. Yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> you're, you're a monk across the yeah. street. Who, Your little husky, she's upstairs, just go right up. Yeah. No need to talk to me. Go ahead, get him. Go, dude. If you can't trust a pre dude, yeah, this is like National Lampoon's Vampires Happening. Dude, <laughs> I'm gonna get laid. Come on, dude. I got sloppy seconds, you got drippy thirds. Oh, well, that's not late seventies lampoon, I guess. <laughs> Hello, like sorority, like vampire sorority. There were movies like that. Look how pretty she is. 
Yeah. See, it sounds like a voiceover, but when you look at their lips, it matches. Huh. Wow, she's hypnotizing him. Maybe they like spoke with their horrible accents and that's why they overdubbed them. Okay, now we're gonna get the beginnings of like, um, like confusions between the two, even though they have different hair. Like, you know what? She is. Yeah, but she she's she inherited a house that has two corpses in the in the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And it's all steeped in family history, and she's got a lot of it. And they're she's a baroness, and now look what this vamp look. I know a girl, 500 bucks, she'll absolutely dress as a vampire. Okay. <laughs> and give you hugs like that and stuff and do, like, acting for you. All right. <laughs> and what's if you ever want to go Dutch, or, you know, I'm sure that she, I'm, I'm a good like, customer. She would do something. If, like yeah. a Zoom call? <laughs> no, not like a Zoom call. <laughs> okay. So, do you think she's he still can't? Now watch. Oh, here we go. Here it comes. I'm gonna what do you say, Hickey? Yikes! Ouch! Didn't he talk right to the camera? <laughs> I don't think so. Bloody mess. Uh, uh, now, the thing is, she only ever takes a taste. You know what I mean? Well, he's that's got what all that blood did. pumping through his heart, and she's not going to suck it. There's a school of vampire movies where they just, you know, all they have to do is get the fangs in, and that's it. Oh, I see. Okay. These are slave. But it doesn't make sense because they love blood, right? Well, that's the thing. They're supposed to be, like, thirsting for blood. It's, it's, it's not their fault. They're hungry. We don't get that in this film. Huh. Okay, so now they're like, we're going to have to kill her. We're going to have to put a stake through her heart. You know, this guy is not only the CEO, but he's the main uh, stakeholder. <laughs> oh, she's not there. What the? Donk, donk. Oh, she's on the loose again. He finally gets the nerves to fucking kill her. And she's not even there. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You're fired, Jenkins. But, madam. Now, this I director did, I... did a movie called Son of Dracula in 1974, and that's the film we should be seeing. It stars Harry Nielsen, and the title role, and and also in it is Ringo as Merlin the Magician. That's, okay. that's, a, that's a goal. I found it, but it has, like, ads, and you know that can't work for Yeah, me. we can't work on it. Yeah. Well, we encourage our audience, if you uh, want love to see a better film from this director, check out Son of Dracula, 1974. Watch so out for the ads. This director was mostly a cinematographer. He won an Academy Award. Uh, he's... He did Glory. He did Elephant Man. I mean, the guy's wow. as a cinematographer. He did Dune. He did Cape Fear. And he did his own 60s vampire movie. Yeah, as a director. He rarely directed. Um, huh. I guess happening is a I'm wrong. Uh, 
Okay, wait, wait. No, I'm I'm wrong. He didn't hardly ever direct. He did. That body. Following his Academy Award, began his career as a director of feature films. 20-plus years, he worked continuously as a director of low-budget films. I was way off on this. Most of them in the genre of horror or psycho-thriller. Francis right. said, horror films have liked me more than I have liked horror films. Huh. So he oh, did gonna... do a lot of directing, but he was, you know, for 20 years. But then he became a cinematographer, and that's when he really achieved his accolades. Ooh, look at these girls. So he did glory? Was he like, well, I think the sunlight would be perfect right now to have the vampire come because it's not too much sun for the vampire? Yeah. They're like, uh, I don't think this is going to work out. That would be an interesting twist. Vampires can come out on like cloudy, it's going to rain kind of days, dark and gloomy. Oh, right. And even in the rain, that would be good. In the rain, the vampires can come. If it's dark enough. What's going on? Is they're having like a... Yeah. All the boys who are like sworn brothers are winking at the girls from the girls' school. Right. National and Lampoon's Vampire Sorority. It will be. It will exactly be that. It will be National Lampoon. You'll see. <laughs> Fuck the Academy. That guy, see that guy? Yeah. He's a big player. He becomes the boyfriend of Claramonde. No, not of Claramonde, of course, of Betty Williams. Betty Williams. Then Clara Monday, they'll do the old switcheroo. It's raining. Oh, no. I'm a witch. Right. Oh, no. Of... That's a third of our audience. <laughs> Quick, before they, I turn into a vampire. So now he's getting a ride home, and they're, like, totally going to become boyfriend and girlfriend. Look at how the director's saying, look at the stick. I'm rubbing the stick. Yeah, does not know how to drive. <laughs> no, it's a metaphor for his dingle, for his yeah. wanker, his his wanky. They're gonna admit, they're gonna admit a four way highway crash. <laughs> That's right. Mechanized death. Mechanized death. <laughs> Great band. Great film in school. We uh, we of course did an episode of Mechanized Death and. If you ever search L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T in your Googles, you will see uh, many upload files, uh, sites with having that particular episode. So, you know, we're, we're on like a lot of like just weird like upload sites mm -hmm. where they'll say upload uh, Shaft in Africa. <laughs> yes. I've taken on YouTube to putting a disclaimer in the beginning. I think you've already seen it. We are going to talk through this fucking whole fucking movie. So go away if that's not what you're here for. Good. Stop giving us mean comments like, shut up. Don't listen then. If you're not into it, we're not everybody's cup of tea. Wouldn't you say, Spiegelman? Oh, yeah, we're not everybody's cup. No, what are you talking about? We're the most successful show. We're talking over a movie <laughs> that you're trying to watch. <laughs> How universal is that? Oh, some of that dog. Now, look, you see the black wig? 
Yeah, see, this is bullshit. This, this is a bad movie thing. It's where the characters apply some kind of special effect, boobies, and uh, then they <laughs> use the those special thing. effects. It doesn't yeah. count. So it's she wants to look like Clara Mondi. She's just having a fun, playful girls game. Of course, Joseph thinks it's really Clara Mondi! Oh. Joseph, you silly, don't be such a klutz. Look at what <laughs> you've done to this, my uh, friend. This white party's a mess. That will be all, Joseph. But then the real Claremonde is going to show up. Real meaning the real vampire. Yeah, vampirus. Vampirus? Maybe in the 60s. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, damn. This, coffee. This all it's all my pants now. Oh, this is a setup for a day. Look at his muscular. I know, huh? And the, he's got the right amount of hair. Yeah, well, the turbans, you know. Very efficient. Uh, let's see. I don't think he was German. He's American, actually. His name's Thomas Hunter. And he worked in spaghetti westerns. He, But mostly he was a screenwriter, a Hollywood screenwriter. Um. He was in Blake Edwards' What Did You Do in the War, Daddy? You know that oh. film? No, and I've been trying to watch as many Blake Edwards films as possible because they're always strange like that. But yeah. I, I never knew that he directed that. So I'm going to highlight that and put it in my Netflix queue. In a chance meeting with Dino De Laurentiis led him to be invited to star in The Hills Run Red, blah, blah, blah. So it started a career in Europe cinema. And huh. a lot of American television series. But he wrote the final count oh, in nineteen eighty. He lied. He lied. There's more moves. Oh, but I wasn't I wasn't looking at the thing I was reading, all so right. I missed yeah. it. So that doesn't count. That okay, all right. That was a boob scene, I know, but I'm saying after this, there's not too many boobs in the film. Okay, all right. After this, it slows down the count of boobs. So so tell me more about this guy. He he uh hills from um, blood. The Final Countdown. Do you remember that film? It was 1980. It's like uh, it was time travel, and an aircraft carrier uh, ended up back in like just before Pearl Harbor. It stops Pearl Harbor. Yeah, what was that movie called again? Uh, the Final Countdown. Yeah, right. Look at boobs. He's letting her touch. It. Oh wait, what? Uh, oh, the the painting no, is showing I, where they're touching. What I mean is they're there's less boobs they like it slows down a lot oh yeah during this photo i've seen there's less boobs there you go uh -oh. she's like looking at clara Monde going yeah we both you, yeah. you suck their blood and i get them to bang me oh thank god she's still there yeah oh Phew. Oh, the decayed corpse is still there. I mean, the vampire body. These coffins are very easy to open. I mean, they're like, don't slab. I mean, if there's like a mudslide, these things would like crack open. If you buried them in the ground, the worms would probably eat them. <laughs> oh, this movie's getting really stiff. Look at that, that uh, spread right there. How come he doesn't have hair on his back? How come he's not all sweaty? Did you take a shower? I guess yes. And he blew dry his hair. Oh, don't do it. Do it. <laughs> foot fetish movie. Carl's a foot fetish movie. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And he'll Clint give up Tarantino. his fetishing in the end. Call call Clint Tarantino. We found another one. That all of, this is for not giving me a Christmas bonus. Well, I think what he intends to do now is seal her up so tight, and then later he's going to take her to the lake, the moat, and drop her in. Right. And that'll get rid of Clara Monde, who's already, you know, sucked the blood of one person, the 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 altar boy. I know. So does he go back to the monastery and like just train everyone else into vampires? What, say that again. Does he go back to the what did you call it before? Well, he goes back to the monastery. Monastery. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he turns turns everyone into werewolf uh, vampires. Well, uh, just to ruin this movie for you, she's done it for one person. She's got to do it for a second. Oh. So what happens when you get bitten by a vampire? You just become like... You become a vampire in this film. But do you, are you like under a spell of the head vampire? Uh, at times they, they do, yeah, hypnotize. Like the guy there, the boyfriend, he's gonna, she's gonna put the whammy jammy on him. Whammy jammy. Oh yeah, <laughs> she will, fall, he will fall under her charms. Huh? Is she look reading at, from Dracula? Look at it; it's like a manual Kindle. <laughs> Let's go to the park. Basically now, like, they're totally boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. Well, uh, finger food. That'll be all, Joseph. You may go home now. Good day. Don't open the door to him. Goodbye, Joseph. Good. Well, Joseph did a good day today. He, he nailed shut the vampire coffin. And yep. he provided hors d'oeuvres. Oh, right. Absolutely he did. I think they were like finger sandwiches. Now he's dragging the coffin out. He's going to put it on a boat. I'm on a moat. Moat of confusion. <laughs> That's oh. what the world is today. <laughs> oh, he's taking the canoe. Yeah. It's like the it's Everglades. The, it's the only way to travel. He's going to do a couple Uber stops on the way. Transylvania Uber. Right. Robo. He, he can save 15 minutes on his commute by taking the canal. It's like where the crow flies. All right. Oh, so so how's, there's thinking. What? He, he's just he's sinking the coffee. He, he's going to. He kept the boat. Wait, so did the crew pick up the, the, uh oh. No, but wait, this doesn't make sense. She she's opens her water. eyes. She's not in the water at all. She's in she's her castle. Vampire. She was in a different box. That was another body. This guy does a good job of acting his oh. stupid part. I mean, he's supposed to be stupid, and he does it. Hey! <laughs> I'm scared. You know, he, come on, Joseph, we got to go. I, 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 come on, Joseph, right away. You'll see. He's, uh, 
He's he's an actor. He's a method actor, character. Now, it's like the morning after they did it. Goodbye, darling. Tatala, tutulu. <laughs> Look how pretty she is, man. Yeah, well, it's the clothing. I guess that maybe the ledges help. She's pretty in all her outfits. Okay, now we're going to have National Lampoon's The Vampire happening. She's a school mom? No, this is another B character who comes in like the middle of Act Two. It really doesn't make sense. It's so late in the film. but Yeah, but you know, we watch the point of view of some other character. I don't think they really care anymore. Mm hmm. Okay, here are two of the boys, and there's two of the girls. Oh, I saw this in Spring Breakers. They're like, let's go to Palm Springs. <laughs> yeah, Spring Breakers, bitches. <laughs> are you guys talking about Spring Break? <laughs> no, ma'am. So, she's hushing them, and they're seeing the boys out the window. So, what they do is they say something real mean-ass to the lady. So, they'll get, go to your room! And they go to their rooms. How dare you! Dare you. you insolent little girl! Don't make me loosen my tie. All right, there they go upstairs. And no sex while you're up there. What kind of classroom? We could like the staircase leads right to the classroom. The, Depressing. They bed. Their bedrooms are right upstairs. Yeah, but I mean, you walk down the stairs, and there's a, like a row of desks. <laughs> That's your life. You wake <laughs> up in an institution. Wow, this is fast. Oh. You lie, girl. No, no, I was mistaken. But don't you agree the account of boobs has slowed down? It is not. It's <laughs> twice as many right now in the shot. All right. I can. All right. Look, I, yeah. I concede. I really didn't watch this film, and I haven't done <laughs> any research. So. One thing I want is that. Uh, now, she's from Holland, and they make that a big deal, and, you know, it's morally reprehensible. Uh, she's very disappointed. She's the, and the truth is, she wants him. She wants him. That's why right. she's like, you stay here, where I could not have you. Sniff up. Panties. Sniff up. National Lampoons, the right. Vampire Hunter. Wow, boink. Now, here's a stodgy old clergyman. There's no way he would be interested in girls, right? But this is National Lampoon's The Vampire happening. So, oh, they've done their deed. Uh, time to climb out. What are you looking for? When you said you were going to pull out, I didn't mean realize you were going to go out the window. <laughs> He's got a binocular. They're called uninoculars, Michael. Perfect vision. Those boobs don't count because they're across Look the way. Look, it's a kaleidoscope. You see how small those boobs were? You could hardly see oh, them, it's right? The second time. It's the second time in the second scene with two pairs. 
That's uh, two pairs. Just... I get a full house. Oh, it's the school barm in National Lampoon's The Vampire Happening. Uh -huh. 1971. Okay, that's it. National Lampoon's over. Oh, so we'll see no more boobs. Well, it won't be that situation of, oh, so we'll like... we'll see more. You said there was Five minutes into this movie, you're like, that's the last period you'll see. This movie's nothing but bare boobs. And vampires. Now he's like, see, she's not here because I dropped her in the lake. That's stupid. Wait, what's he still doing? I thought they kicked him out. No, what do you mean? Oh, so oh, he, they said, uh, David, we don't need you, Jenkins. He's like, thank God, fuck this place. Like, no, 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 oh. just hang out in the other room. We'll be done in about 20 minutes. He, that, when they were up to, he was done for the night when they were upstairs. They were like, that's uh, all, Joseph, you may go. Oh, so I thought, like, go for good. I'm going to fuck my new boyfriend. No, no, you don't give up a guy like this. Oh, no, this guy makes yeah. eggs. Would, do you think it would go Alfred, like if he became Batman? Oh, there she is. <laughs> he would be a horrible uh, Alfred because he would be like, Batman, get some clothes! <laughs> he would be terrible. Look at his garlic. Oh, yeah, right. She can't go upstairs. He's no dumb. She's got a great outfit. That's a great outfit she's wearing. Now. That Elvira. Um, what the movie was called? What was it called? Not Elvira. Oh no! Was, this yeah, it was L L L E E L V I R A Elvira. I guess yes. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I can't do it. There's garlic. Yeah, this is total yeah. fearless vampire killers. Definitely not Italian. Think he's from New Jersey. Carly's got to read the garlic around his neck. Everybody in this whole film is from Europe with names like Klaus and Hans. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a garlic around his neck. I figured he was from New Jersey. This this woman's name is L-Y-V-I-A, Livia, Livia Bauer as Gabrielle. So that school marm is real interesting because yeah. she will like go on to kill her husband or something. In this movie or in real no, life? In real life, yeah. Miss Nielsen, played by Ingrid Van Bergen, who six years later shot her husband dead and was sentenced what? to seven years but released after five. That's oh wow. She went on to win the German version of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here in 2009. Whatever wow, that well, that's, that's not far away. It was only 11 years ago. Yeah. She kept, uh, she won because she kept talking about her time and vampire hunt, uh, vampire happening. When is this party going to happen? Um, the party is their annual, like, vampire get-together. It's like the ball. And they have a oh, guest of honor that is Dracula. Dracula ball. It's an act three, like, last chase thing. Yeah, we totally saw her boobs as well, Carl. Well, I guess. Because yeah. he wasn't wearing, because he had his bra, her bra. 
Oh, look. Huh? He's a vampire now. He's Vampyra. Vampyra. Okay, Pastor. eventually what's happening is our vampire, she's on the loose again. It's another night of horror. Huh. Yet another night of terror. She's can't such a pretty person, and she really messed up. She, well, like, she had anorexia, and she did marry this director, this producer. Um, they had one son, but they divorced in 1973. Like, they will divorce, like, real quick. And she'll move to the United States. She'll return back to Sweden. She'll really suffer with an, uh, anorexia. As a matter of fact, the the director first, when they first met her, she came over to the house and he was like, would you like something to eat? And she said, no, thanks. I never eat on an empty stomach. All right, well, there you go. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> she never eats on an empty stomach. I heard it. So uh, this is... Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe What's I he going to do? Okay, but he does bite her. And she is now going to be a vampire. And she'll be at the uh, the party. party. Yeah. Oh, he's just going for everyone. Why do you have to show the tits guy? What is he, a friar? Whoa, no, that's inappropriate. This whole thing is, he just went to the window. Oh, no, garlic. Uh, Mike, the French call it garlic. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I had a garlic joke. What was it? Uh, uh, Mike, why don't you start giving me jokes? Let me find my garlic jokes. I'm afraid to use the computer, though, Carl. It'll short circuit everything. <laughs> no, no, not right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a long, the director did a bad job here. It's a long drawn out scene, but basically the friar gets bit and there's a second vampire out of the- uh, Oh, cause he did the bit her last year. Yeah. She's wearing the same clothes. But look how she's got the blonde wig on, but you can still see it's her. She's got her black fingerprints and her face is made to look a little pasty. Wait, is this Betty Williams? No, it's no. not. It's but it's it, Montebella, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Claremont. Oh, Claremont. Claremont. From Claremont. Right. From Claremont Street. In Don't you think it's funny? Montclair and it's, the street is called Claremont. Montclair, Claremont. Isn't there a Claremont, New Jersey as well? Uh, there's a Montclair where we're from. And then there's a Claremont, I think. But yeah, Claremont, Claremont is Avenue. spelled differently than Montclair. It's C-L-A-R-E. I worked at that old bank, banquet hall in Verona or whatever. Uh, right, Claremont. up Bluefield Avenue. Up Bluefield Avenue. Another victim! Now, is he going to turn into a vampire? Yes. Spoiler. Oh. Spoiler, strap down because I'm spoiling it all. Is the party about to happen? Look, knockers. 
What knockers? Those count. I obviously was yeah. wrong, and there's a lot You're wrong. wrong. But that's it. That's the last knocker you'll see. This whole film. No one will ever knock a door. Hello. You can't even tell it's her. He thinks it's the other one, right? Right. That's right. And he will throughout the whole thing. He'll, he'll, there'll be parts in which he's trying to figure out which one is which so that he can kill the one. Oh, he's going to realize that his, his can't-fail plan failed. Right. But the thing is, Mike, how did it fail? We never saw. She, he threw the – it's a different person in the lake. I've seen this three times. I don't know the answer. He dumped her in the, in the lake, remember? Did he really? I think it was another body in there. I guess so, because she was never in the lake. I we never know. saw her pop out of the water. We never saw like him nope. go, Ugh. oh, nope. what a heavy coffin. No, didn't ever. All right, so Carl, a guy walks into a produce store, okay. and he turns to clove, uh, he turns he turns to uh, a bulb of garlic, and he says, are you guys open? And the bulb of garlic says, I don't know, we're clothes. Clothes? We're clothes. I got it. How am I going to make that happen? <laughs> That's, That's not going to happen. No, but I can make that work. You can't make clothes. clothes. We're closed for business. Look at all these wigs. Why? Why? So wait a minute. She inherited these wigs? I guess. It's a years of torture room where everything is intact. And here's the wig room. <laughs> I dusted a fortnightly. <laughs> you dusted it between games of Fortnite? <laughs> It's a lengthy game. It can't, you know, you yeah. you descend upon an island. Boobs. A lot of boobs you, in this movie. Not really. It's not so what big. are you talking about? We just saw it. Now, Joseph put on that thing so his neck can't get bitten. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Good night. Good, good night, night, vampires. Good night. That's a good night. <laughs> <laughs> good night whoa 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 slow down with the tits man I made a promise <laughs> you think like in the last two minutes of this movie they're going to be like let's chill as much as we can <laughs> no you're right about that the um, the professor's like come on girl we gotta sleep I gotta work in the morning sweetheart come on now we gotta stop having all this sex Oh, so look at this. He does have a secret painting. Right, with the patch, and that is the relative who we saw in the coffin. Oh, right. They did call it back. Well, I I don't know that they called it back, uh, like, I don't think they intended to. They just made it a patch in the film. He's realizing this is a totally different person. No, he's not. He's like, you're looking at me differently tonight. You're, you know. Then he gets the whammy jammy. See, look at her, man. She's so yeah. pretty. She gave him the whammy jammy. Now, look, she's going to do it, but he's like rubbing on her butt. And she's like, 
hmm, wait a minute. This is not in the script. He said, I like this dude. Maybe I'll, I'm a little hasty here to just suck some blood. Oh, and the butler, is that what the butler saw? Well, yeah, so Joseph thinks that that can't be Clara Monde. She'd be sucking blood by now. That means right. in the bath is Clara Monde. So he's getting it mixed up. Oh, no. He's, so really he's going to go kill good... the Baron with the red nail polish. Oh, right. There's the key. So anyway, he's like, well, girl, you fucked the hell out of me. I've never been screwed like that. <laughs> Things you know, girl. She just can't do it. She just can't bite his neck. She's not she's in love with them. Oh, she so she's gonna take his her, she's gonna take his boyfriend her boyfriend. Take her not, take her man. Not really. She right now she still thinks it's Betty. Betty Williams. She's he still thinks he's being loyal to his girlfriend. Look at that the, the worst night uh lingerie. Now look. Psst, Joseph, you silly boy. What are you, you know? Yeah. Get ha ha ha. The steak. You should be embarrassed, ashamed of yourself pretending to do this. You're not a child, Joseph. Oh yeah. Oh, now the real vampire's like, I hear uh, a steak, wooden steak in this house. Now, the writer wrote, like, over 40 films, but you'd never want to have heard of any of them. Like, oh, here right. he wrote, Geheimnis einer Arzen. <laughs> and he wrote, he wrote, Der Orgelbar von Steinmeierin in 1961. And he wrote, Die Flottersunder. In '68, yeah, right. He wrote uh, Frankenstein, Shigdig, and uh, Werewolf, uh, Orgy, and uh, uh, a soiree at the uh, Mummies. Your uh, in your your German, it's very good. Your translations. He did write some in America in English, but you would never even hear of him. Uh, Help! I love the twins. 1969. The hostess exceeds all bounds, 1970. Hurrah, our parents aren't there, 1970. When the mad aunts are coming, 1970. It's like, you never heard of one of these films. Uh, he was right. The butler knew all along. Whoa! Valerity, he fell into a coffin. Oh, really, Joseph? Oh, no, this is a torture room. He's going to be more careful. Joseph, you make it too easy. If they have a furnace, is, is there a crematorium in this, in this house? No, it's the well. He got dumped into the well system, uh, you know, the water. You know, the Continental and John Wick has a crematorium in the basement, so they keep the bodies. Why do you wa bother watching John Wick films? It's just beat em up stuff. It just... I've been watching them nonstop since quarantine. He's, <laughs> he's... So many times, the last 12 months, I can't tell you. 
the you know like the the continental they never use the same room there's like you have to go through the kitchen to, and give a coin to go in their bar that you always see once or maybe you're in like the high-tech history room where you beat people up and smash your glasses or maybe on the rooftop which has a fireplace and have a parlay i mean it's just not you know it, it keeps expanding you have a parlay 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 let's see we got you want to talk business let's talk business my favorite parlay forever was in the godfather with uh oh are you talking about sunny like mo green no mo green yeah mo green he came up and corleone was gonna buy him out remember that scene yeah yeah, you don't buy me out i buy you out you know who i am i'm mo green i was making my bones where you going out with cheerleaders He's puppets, waitresses, two at a time. No one can get a drink. You know, I can get a drink at the table. We had a little argument. I had to straighten him out. You straighten my brother out. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a vampire? Real good friends. Real good friends. Uh, Okay, he... Oh, there's uh, Joseph. And he heard, like, help echoing in the well. Well. You see, they're doing their best at being funny. You see, his helmet is on there. Yeah, yeah. You would probably drown with a helmet on, right? In a well? No, it's like... It's not like a well, like it's a a filled... I mean, it's it's like a river, a little river, you know. Oh, so now you can't draw from the well because the feller fell on him. He could walk he could walk around down there. <laughs> That's Actually, it. They what must do I know? Vampires. Like I know uh well technology. I don't know. Do you know uh about the three holes in the ground? No. Well, well, well. <laughs> Just walked right into that. <laughs> do you know my setup to the <laughs> no, I don't know you. Yeah, to a joke I know for 40 years. I know that joke for 40 years. Well, well, well. Okay. Now he's <laughs> like, she's a werewolf. She's a dr- vampire. She's a vampire. And he's like, nope, nope. No, nope, I just on. did it nope. with her. She did not bite my neck. And then he's going to be like, you know, as he starts, continues to talk, it's starting to make more sense. The things he's dropping and the knowledge he's sharing. And he's like, she was kind of different last night. Right, yeah. Like a different person, maybe? (laughs) Now, the guy who wrote this story is also credited as a writer, but this is the only thing he ever did. It's his only credit. Right. It was a synonym for Roman Polanski. And the thing is, that short story... Right, as of who that named the main character that did some of the writing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's these 20 minutes. So his name is Carl Heinz Hommel, and he wrote Uh, the story and never wrote anything else again, right? Yeah, all right. Well, probably like it was something like they were at the pub having pints, right? Yeah, right. And it's like, oh, y'all, I tell you, you're a writer, are you? Oh, I. That's exactly what they said. I think he like owned a a studio uh, theater, like he owned a a chain of theaters, and he's like, you gotta get me a movie, god damn it! It's March, I got nothing. What do you want me to do? I don't know, vampire. Yeah, there's a party, and maybe. There's a Frankenstein. 
<laughs> By Jove! Blimey! I will, oh, we only have the torture room and the wig room. What are we going to make a movie out of? About? Yeah, you got 12 minutes, 12 hours. So now it's like nervous. You got a killer. No, you got a killer. No, you got a killer. And then like goes to stab and he can't do it. And you know. Do you think this movie played in American theaters? I don't. I don't. I think this was a European release. And also it was kind of, you know, a la, it wasn't really like Grindhouse or something. It was a real it's, released film. But at the same time, these things were very disposable, you know? Right. You would go and it would play for a weekend, maybe a second one. And, you know, we it would move on. And if you didn't catch it, you didn't catch it. And if it wasn't on TV. Right. Well, that's the thing that's really weird about like YouTube and like Amazon Prime, which collects a, a huge catalog of movies throughout the decades. Maybe these films weren't meant to be watched more than twice, you know, like maybe disposable is the right way to put it. Like it's extended the life form, you know, like it's maybe it's not natural for me to watch this on my phone anymore. Right. Like you were just going out for the weekend with, uh, you know, a, a, your wife or something and get caught a film and it was that disposable. It was a night's. You know, the, the flip side I would say is that you got these people who like, you go on a quest, you're like, I'm going to find a copy of Surf 2, whether it's going to kill me. Right. And you go to stores and you're like, you're going to discount places and you're going to flea markets and you're looking for that one movie. I'm going to find a copy of The Vampire Happening. And then it's just on YouTube and it's done. It's, right. yeah, and you don't even watch it, you know. Yeah, and you don't even watch it because it's accessible. You don't vault. It isn't. Yeah, vaulted. it's just so much, so much to watch that you don't watch any of it. Now, this poor actress, her name's Pia Dergermark or whatever. She, she moved back to Sweden in 79, and she became involved with this man. You know, she had a relationship, and it was, it was a drug subculture. And... She got to know really well this female career criminal, okay? Really? She was befriended by, you know, she, she's hanging out with the wrong crowd this broad. Yeah, right. So she had, she, she, there was some crimes and some, you know, drug use. And she like sort of went down in a slide. Uh, but later in her life, she worked a, in women's voluntary groups for people with anorexia. Now it's voluntary, I don't know. It just means talking to them about the problem, I guess. While in her 50s, she was embroiled in a series of disputes over missing money with both charity regulators and her father's second wife. After complaints were made by her stepmother to the authorities, she served a prison sentence and lost the last friends remaining from her high watermark of teenage film stars many years before. So there's a book in this woman. There's a movie in this. Yeah, that's crazy. She's the most interesting thing in this movie, right? Well, yeah. she's certainly the prettiest. Uh, I wouldn't say she's the most interesting thing in the film, but... Um, the film stands as a work, you know, she doesn't, she's part of it, not a, I know she's our star, but it doesn't shine because of her fingernail polish. So funny, they're like, we're going to, we got to, we got to guard this vampire or, or the world's in trouble. Oh, good morning. 
What happened? Oh, I must have fallen asleep on Vampire Watch. <laughs> and she's gone. That, you that's idiot. Right, Mike, that's what's going on. You had one job, no. Vampire Watcher. No, but the thing is, he's like, I can't kill her. When she wakes up, I will speak with her rationally. That was his big thing. <laughs> uh, he wants another booty call. And then she got up and said, oh, he, she said, you humans are really not a match for us. That's what she said. And she left. <laughs> she didn't suck his blood. That's kind of strange. No, she had sex. She could see uh, it's a home record, okay. home record vampire. Now the vampires are the friars are like totally vampires now, and they act like they know everything. And everybody's right. heading to a, a happening. Oh, here's the happening finally. Why you gotta be so rude? Check out the music they're playing. Look, this is cuss. Don't you know 